Amen. Let's take our Bibles tonight, if you will, to the book of James. And with that, I think about four or five people stopped watching the live stream. If you were here Sunday morning in Sunday school, you know what I'm talking about. Brother Gray was talking about he and his wife watching the live stream while uh, she was sick. And she was, they were watching one Sunday morning, and, and uh, the live stream turned on, and the preacher got up to preach, and pastor was out of town. And y'all were stuck listening to me, and she, she looked at him and said, that's not pastor, turn that off. And uh, so, uh, so on Sunday, I, was, I came up after Sunday school, and I was shaking, during handshaking time, I shook hands with Dr. Gray, and he said, I'm sorry, my wife turned you off. And I said, that's all right, I understand completely. Uh, so don't, but don't get up and walk out, that would really offend me, so now I'm teasing. Uh, if you will tonight, turn with me to the book of James, James chapter number one, if you do pray for pastor uh, he texted yesterday that he thought he maybe uh, he wasn't feeling well, and so he told me, asked me earlier today to be on standby. And then a little bit later, he said, "I'm not going to make it." And so, uh, but to be in prayer for him and uh, that the Lord uh, give him health and strength, and uh, he'd be back with us on Sunday, Lord willing, Amen. James chapter number one. I want to talk to us tonight and get, read a few verses of scripture. I'm just going to read three verses of scripture. We're going to use uh, more of the chapter here in, in James chapter number one. But I want to give us something tonight. I believe uh, if we'll let it, it'll be a help to us. All of us, every person that's ever walked the face of the earth has dealt with what I'm going to uh, speak about tonight. Um, most of the time I have to say, I say that and I'll have to put a disclaimer in there about the Lord Jesus Christ not going through that. Uh, this is not, is not the case with this. Uh, the Bible tells us that he was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Tonight, I want to talk to us a little bit about temptation. Uh, the Bible says something very interesting about temptation in James chapter number 1. In the first three verses, the Bible says, James, a, ser a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting, my brethren, count it all joy... When you fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. We, the, we can continue reading, and those verses are very familiar, where the Bible talks about let, uh, patience have a perfect work, uh, and uh, that you may be entire, wanting nothing. And uh, we, we find here, though, that the Bible says that, we, that he, said he encourages the brethren. He says, count it all joy. When you fall into divers temptations. Now, when I think of temptation, I don't think of a very joyful experience. I don't know about you. Uh, but tonight, I want to give us something that I believe will be a help to us and see how we can have joy in temptation. Uh, now, tonight is going to be very simple. Uh, I'm going to give us four statements about temptation, and then I'm going to give us four ways that we can joy in temptation. Uh, it may not be very long. It may be very brief. If it is, I know that y'all will be upset about that, uh, but, uh, uh, but I want to give us something I believe that will be a help to us. Let the Lord speak to our hearts tonight and, and uh, help us to draw closer to him. Let's have a word of prayer and we'll begin. The Lord, I pray that you'll bless tonight your word. Holy Spirit of God, I pray that you'd help me to say exactly what you'd have me to say. I pray that you'd calm my nerves. Lord, help me to, to be a help to your people. Lord, I pray that your, your word will have its, its free course tonight and do its work in each and every one of our hearts and help us to draw closer to you because we were here in Jesus' name. Amen. Temptation, the first thing I want to say about temptation is temptation is not sin. If temptation was sin, then that would mean that Jesus Christ sinned because he was tempted. Uh, in the Bible, as I quoted the verse of Scripture already, he was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. 
So temptation is not sin, but temptation is an enticement to do wrong. According to James chapter number 1 here, as we read this passage of Scripture, in fact, if we get down, we'll look at these verses in verse number 14. Uh, uh, the Bible says, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. So we see that temptation in and of itself is not sin, but we are tempted when we are drawn away of our own lust, the Bible says, and enticed to do something that is wrong. And then when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin. Then sin, when it is finished, we know the one word in the Bible that is synonymous with sin is death. You find sin and death coupled together over and over and over again throughout Scripture. You never find sin in life. You always find sin in death because sin always brings death. Uh, it brings the death of a soul uh, for eternity, but it'll, it'll bring the death of a Christian life if we allow it to go unchecked. Uh, so we see that that temptation is not sin, but it is, in, in, it is an enticement to do wrong or to sin. The second thing uh, uh, we point out from this very chapter, the Bible says in verse number 13, let no man say when he is tempted. Now, this temptation here, is described in verses 14 and 15 that we just read. That's temptation to do that which is wrong. The Bible says here in verse number 13, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. God does not put evil in front of us and, and tempt us with evil. He doesn't tempt us to do that which is wrong. Uh, in fact, he gives us everything at our disposal to keep us from sin. God gives us everything that we need as human beings, as Christians, to stay away from sin. Uh, sin entered into the world, we know, through Adam and Eve, through disobedience to God. When sin entered into the world, it brought forth death, the Bible tells us. In Romans chapter number 5, verse number 12. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. So death entered into the world because of sin. We see that God, though, did not tempt Adam and Eve to sin. Uh, God does not tempt anyone. We see, we find the, the truth of who is the tempter. Number three, by way of introduction, our statements about temptation. Satan is the tempter. Uh, the devil is he which tempts us to do that which is wrong. He's the one that comes to us and says, you have a right to do what you want to do because it's your life. Uh, I, I've been in the ministry for a little over uh, 24 years, uh, and I've been told over and over again it, through people trying to justify themselves, well, it's only natural that people do that. It's just natural. What we're doing is natural. They try to explain away wrongdoing by saying it's natural. Well, you're right. It is natural. It's called the sin nature that all of us have. We all have a sin nature. And when I do what is natural to do, I sin against God. When I do what is natural for me to do, I sin against God. When I obey what I want to do, I sin against God. The same is true of every human being. When we do what we want to do, we offend God. 
Because I am a sinner. He is holy. He is righteous. He is sinless. We know through Scripture we can never measure up to be what God is. Therefore, if I do what is natural for me to do, I will sin. Satan doesn't come to us and try to talk us into doing something we don't want to do. Um, I have never drank a drop of alcohol in my life. I'm not tempted to do that. I'm not. I, I've never thought, man, I'm going to go by and buy a six-pack of beer and check it out. Never, never, never even thought about doing that. Now, but I'll tell you what I am tempted to do. I'm tempted to be lazy. I'm, I'm tempted to have, uh, get angry at people. Now, don't laugh at me because you know that about me. All right? That's not, that's not right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to get angry at people. I, I'm tempted to uh, say the wrong thing. I'm tempted to, to do the wrong thing. I, I'm tempted to put myself in, in places where it's easy for me to do what I want to do. I'm tempted to color a situation to where I look the best in the best light instead of telling the truth about the situation. Now, I know none of you are tempted to do those things like I am. But we're tempted to sin. That what Satan knows it'll be easy for us to just say, well, yeah, it's just natural to do that. It's, um, it's just my personality. You know, if my personality is offensive to somebody, I need to try to fix that. Now, if you're easily offended, God bless you. Uh, the Bible does say that when there is offense going on, that it's, the problem is on the part of the offended. But that's another Bible study for another day. Uh, but we shouldn't go around trying to offend people either. I shouldn't talk in a manner that I'm trying to offend someone. Um, Satan is that one who tempts us. If you guys have your Bibles there tonight, turn with the book of Matthew. We're going to use the book of Matthew and the book of Luke a little bit tonight as we look at the temptation of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, Then was Jesus, in verse, chapter number 4, verse number 1 of Matthew, Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Now, Jesus was led of the Spirit into a place to be tempted of the devil. The devil is the one who does the tempting. Uh, God, number four statement. I'm moving quick tonight. Y'all ought to be proud. Number four statement. God allows Satan to tempt. God allows Satan to tempt. But Satan cannot tempt without God's permission. We see this true in verse number one here. He was led of the Spirit to be tempted. God had ordained that Jesus be tempted of Satan at this time. And he allowed that to be done. Uh, another uh, biblical example would be the life of Job. When Satan came and he touched the life of Job, he could not touch the life of Job without the permission of God Almighty. What was the goal of Satan in the life of Job? It was to get him to curse God. 
It was to get him to turn his back on God. He was tempting Job to sin. To sin against God. God, Satan used everything at his disposal to get Job to sin. But he could not use anything that God wouldn't let him use. God is the one who has to give Satan the, uh, the permission in order for us to be tempted. So we see that this temptation, number one, is an enticement to do that which is wrong. Temptation is not sin in and of itself. Many times we get down on ourselves when we are tempted. Instead of getting down on ourselves when we're tempted, why don't we thank the Lord that we did not yield to the temptation? That we uh, yielded to the Holy Spirit of God instead of yielding to the temptation. Um, Temptation is an enticement, though, to do that which is wrong. God does not tempt anyone. Satan is the one who is the tempter. God allows Satan to tempt, and Satan cannot tempt without God's permission. So then how are we to have joy in temptation? Because, after all, temptation is an enticement to sin. So how are we supposed to joy in an enticement to do that which is wrong? To me, it does not make sense how that I could have joy in an enticement to do wrong. Well, the Bible tells us how we can through the Lord Jesus Christ's example and also through Scripture. Uh, The Bible tells us in Luke chapter number 4, take your Bible to Luke chapter number 4, He gives us the first way that we can joy in temptation. We can joy in temptation because it is proof that the battle can be won. The Bible says in Luke chapter number 4, verse number 13, And when the devil had ended all the temptation... He departed from him for a season. How many of you in your life have been tempted? Okay, every hand's up. How many have only been tempted one time in your life? No hands are up. No, the Bible says here that he departed from him for a season. You know what's going to happen? Satan's going to come again. And he's going to tempt you again. But we can have joy in temptation because we have proof that we do not have to yield to temptation, that the battle can be won. Satan ended his temptation, and by the way, Jesus did not sin. Satan was trying to get Jesus to circumvent God's plan of him going to the cross because Jesus is going to rule and reign. What did he offer him? He offered them the kingdoms. He was trying to get Jesus to take a shortcut and go against God's plan in order to get what he knew he was going to have one day anyway. That would be sin against God. He was tempting Jesus to sin, but Jesus did not yield to the temptation. He combated Satan through the word of God, and when Satan ended his temptation. It was proof that we do not have to yield to temptation. 
Jesus is our, our example in all things. We, you can look at the life of Jesus, and he is our example in every area of our life. He is proof that you and I do not have to yield to temptation. When you stand for right, when you're tempted, and you do not yield to temptation, we should joy in the fact that the battle can be won. We do not have to yield to it. So many times we, we are tempted as human beings, as Christians, and it is very, very easy for us just to yield to that temptation. It's very easy to yield to the temptation. Why is that? Because it's what we want to do. Because my sin nature does not agree with God's nature. And Satan tempts me to do that which I already want to do because I'm a sinner and I have a sin nature that I deal with on a daily basis. You say, Brother Montgomery, you're a pretty bad person. You need to read Romans chapter number 7 and realize that all of us are in the same boat. The Apostle Paul, the greatest Christian, I believe, ever to walk the face of the planet, had to deal with temptation, had to battle the flesh. Satan, once again, he's not going to try to get you to do something that you don't already want to do inside of you. He's going to just get you to try to do that which you want to do. And when we do not yield to Satan, it's proof. It should encourage us. It should strengthen us. We should have joy. We should go away praising the Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you gave me the strength to overcome the temptation. I could not do it on my own. If I'd have, if I'd have gone against Satan and, and faced that temptation in my, in my own power and in my own flesh, Lord, I know I would have yielded. But you gave me the strength. And the battle can be won. We should have joy in that. We should praise the Lord for that. That's why, as Christians, we should go around a whole lot more with a smile on our face than most of us do. Man, when somebody encounters us, they should ask us from time to time, why are you so happy? Why are you always smiling? Uh, While I was pastoring in Alabama, I uh, I went to a preacher's fellowship. Uh, we had just started the camp there, and so I was trying to let folks know about the camp, so I went to a preacher's fellowship. And uh, I did not know anyone. I had driven like four hours to the other side of Alabama and through back roads. It's not really that many miles. It's just you have to take back roads the whole way. And I drove over there, did not know one pastor that was going to be there. I walk in, I sit down, and I'm talking to people, and I sit down, and the pastor came over to me after I'd been there for a little while, the, guy, the man who pastored the church. He came over to me after a little while, and he says, man, you're always smiling. Well, I'm happy. You know, I'm, you know I have something to smile about. As Christians, we ought to have a, a pleasant look on our face. We, ought to have some, we don't have to go around looking defeated all the time. Well, I've had a rough day. I had to battle Satan all day. Well, did he win? Then, praise the Lord, he didn't win. We can have joy over the fact that he didn't win today. Now, he may have won uh, yesterday, he may have won the day before, but he didn't win today, bless God. So tomorrow, let's get up and I can get strength from the fact that he didn't win today, and we're going to face him again tomorrow. Because, by the way, we face him every day. We face temptation every day. We face the flesh every day. 
So we see that temptation, we can joy in temptation because it's proof that the battle can be won. Number two, we can joy in temptation because it shows us our need for the Word of God. It shows us our need for the Word of God. In Matthew chapter number 4 and in Luke chapter number 4, we see as Satan came to the Lord Jesus Christ, every time Satan tempted him, we know this. We've been in church long enough. This is Wednesday night Bible study. Most of us have been in church for years, been in Sunday school, grew up in Sunday school, some of us. But we know the fact that when Jesus was tempted, he battled Satan's temptation with, thus saith the Lord. It is written. Over and over again, it is written. It is written. Uh, in um, Luke chapter number 4, I'm right here. Uh, in verse number 4, it says, uh, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. It says, it is written in, in verse number 4. And, uh, and then it says again in uh, verse number 8, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God. And him only shalt thou serve. Verse number 12, Jesus answered and said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Every time Jesus was tempted, it is written. It is written. It is said. That's why the Bible says that we should hide the word of God in our heart. That I might not sin against thee. Thy word have I hid in my heart. That I might not sin against thee. Hey, as Christians, we need to hide the Word of God in our heart. That's why it's important to memorize the Word of God. That's why it's important to read the Word of God on a regular basis, a daily basis. If you want to read it more than one time a day, that'd be okay too. But we hide the Word of God in our heart because it's it's what we need in order to combat Satan. And when we are tempted of Satan, it shows us our need for the Word. It, 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 It highlights it for us. How many of you know that your football team is the best football team. You, you, you believe that. In your heart of hearts, you believe it. Now, some prove it and some don't. But we all feel that way. But what reinforces that for us when our team wins? They face a battle. They come out victorious. They win the battle. Man, that's the best team I've ever seen. Our guys last night played basketball. They did a great job. They won last night. Amen. Handily. Uh, you know what? I was encouraged by that. I'm a fan. I enjoy seeing our guys play hard and win. Uh, but when we face temptation in our life, it shows us our need for the word. The guys that played yesterday. You know what? That test, that game showed them that all the practice was worth it. Should have anyway. Hopefully you don't think that you, you just get that naturally and you, you don't have to put in any work that you can just step on a court and you're the best thing that's out there. Hopefully you don't have that mentality. Hopefully when you go out and you face a test and you come out victorious, you realize, hey, I need to put more work in. I need to work harder because if I want to keep experiencing this victory in my life, then I need to keep doing that which brought about the victory. When we 
overcome temptation, it should point us to the fact that we need the Word of God in our life. And we should have joy that it is available to us. God, God didn't just put us out here and not give us what we need to win the battle. He's given us exactly what we need. So when temptation comes, we can joy because it points us to the source of life. It points us to the source of help. It points us to the Word of God. And we can have joy because temptation shows us our need for the Word of God. Number three, we should joy in temptation because temptation strengthens our walk. In first, or Galatians, chapter number 5. Take your Bibles to the book of Galatians. Chapter number 5. The Bible says this. This I say then. Walk in the Spirit. And ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, every man is tempted... When he is drawn away, the Bible says in James chapter number 1, of his own lust and enticed. But the Bible here tells us that if we walk in the Spirit, we, ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. This is a statement that is true according to the Word of God. But it is a hard one to say and... Very convicting to me. Any time that I yield to temptation, it's one reason. Because I'm not walking in the Spirit. Because the Bible says very plainly, if we walk in the Spirit, ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Well, what is temptation? Every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. That which we want, that's what lust is. Anything that we want, that's lust. When I'm drawn away of my own lust and enticed, I'm tempted. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death, the Bible says. So very simply, if I will walk in the Spirit, then I will not fulfill the lust of, of the flesh, the Bible says. So when temptation comes, and I've yielded to the Spirit, and I do not do that which my flesh is enticing me to do, then I am strengthened to walk more in the Spirit. Therefore, I should have joy because now I have gained strength in my Christian walk. I, every single day, Pastor made this statement when he first became co-pastor. Is the first time I remember hearing him make this statement. It was a long time ago. I had a lot less gray hair then. But I remember him saying this. And he said it many times throughout the year. And I've used it in preaching I don't know how many times. I stole it. But if I'm not a better Christian today than I was yesterday that I'm backslidden. And that's a convicting statement. If we really grab hold of that, 
So every day in our Christian lives, we should be striving to be stronger and strengthen our walk with the Lord and walk closer to the Lord, yield to the Lord more than we did yesterday, please the Lord more than we did yesterday, serve the Lord more than we did yesterday. And when we're tempted by Satan, because Satan doesn't tempt people who are doing what they want to do anyway. If I'm just doing everything I want to do anyway, Satan doesn't have to tempt me. That's on me. Uh, Satan tempts those that are trying to do that which is right to do. Because he wants to stop us from doing what's right. Because if he can stop us from doing what's right, he can damn souls to hell. Because we're supposed to be a witness. We're supposed to be sharing the gospel. And if I'm not doing what's right... I'm not going to be fulfilling what God's will is for my life, which is to share the gospel with others, which is to be a witness. That means that people will die and go to hell because I yield to temptation. But when we, as Christians, overcome Satan, when we walk in the Spirit, when we do not fulfill the lust of the flesh, when we do not uh, do that which Satan is tempting us to do, then we should, our walk in the Lord should be strengthened. It's like lifting weights. Well, you lift weights, the next day you come back, Megan, you know what I'm talking about? You're over there laughing, you're, are you a weightlifter, pumping iron? No, uh, when we lift weights, we get stronger. We endure that which is uncomfortable, and in enduring that which is uncomfortable, we get stronger. I've turned 44 in just a couple months. Damon turns 17 in just a couple months, we play basketball, and I have not been, I, I, I've lost some weight from what I was, but I've gained some back in the last few years. I've gained about 20 pounds back from what I had lost down to. When I lost down, I was at 168, and I could run with anybody. I could keep up with anybody. Not anymore. Damon beat me in two out of three games of 21 the other day. And I said, I'm getting back in shape. So I started running again. You know, the first day that I started running again, I was not happy with myself. Uh, I could not run very fast. Uh, I got winded very easily. I was hurt, hurting the next day. But I waited a day. And I ran again. And I didn't hurt quite as bad. So I waited a day and I ran again. And I didn't hurt quite as bad. And then I ran two days in a row. And then I ran three days in a row. And then I ran three days in a row and skipped a day and I went and played basketball. And you know what? I'm still not Michael Jordan, never have been. But I can keep up a little better now. Why is that? Because I've exercised my muscles, so that I can try to keep up a little bit. Now, he's getting taller than I am, and so I'm probably never going to beat him every time I play him, but that's okay. I still just want to keep up. What am I saying, though? As a Christian, we have to endure some things that are not very pleasant at times. Temptation is not pleasant, but we have to endure that temptation 
And if we endure that temptation and we yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit of God, we run to the Word of God, and we overcome that temptation, then it strengthens our walk with the Lord so that the next time that we're tempted, we know... I cannot make it on my own, so I need to yield to the Lord. And I need to run to the Word of God because this temptation is stronger than the last one that I faced. And I'm going to have to have the Lord more. And I'm going to have to yield more to the Holy Spirit of God. And we're going to grow closer to the Lord. And when we look at temptation and understand when we overcome temptation, it strengthens our walk with the Lord. It should put a smile on our face. We should have some joy in our heart that, man, it's not me. But praise the Lord, the Lord has helped me in my life, and I've come safe thus far. I've made it thus far. I haven't yielded to that temptation. And we can have joy in temptation because it strengthens our walk with the Lord. And then lastly, and I'll be done, maybe a few minutes early even, we can joy in temptation because God can use it as a testimony to others. We can joy in temptation because God can use it as a testimony to others. Now, we must be very careful that we're not using it, but that God uses it. Because if we start trying to use it, then it becomes prideful, and we've fallen into temptation... And we've sinned against God. Because, by the way, God hates pride. By the way, pride is an abomination unto God, according to the Word of God. It's funny, we as Christians like to focus on certain abominations that we're not involved in, instead of understanding the ones we are involved in is an abomination. Verse number 13 of chapter number 10 of 1 Corinthians says this, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. In other words, the temptation that you overcome is the same temptation that someone else is enduring. And if God can help you to overcome your temptation, your trial, your testing, that temptation which Satan has in your life. You know, Satan does use health to tempt us. To turn our back on God. He uses family issues. He uses all kinds of things to tempt us to sin against God. And when we can endure that temptation and we can face that temptation as a Christian should with the power of the Lord and the Holy Spirit of God, run to the Word of God, gain the strength that we need to stand against the temptation of Satan and we come out victorious, then someone can look at that and say, wow, if they made it, maybe I can make it. Maybe I can make it through the, the temptation that I'm facing. Maybe I can make it through the trial that I'm facing. The Bible here tells us that that temptation is common unto man. I want to remind us of something tonight. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God gives us everything that we need to endure temptation. All we have to do is yield to the Holy Spirit, run to the Word of God, 
and use the sword of the Spirit to battle Satan and to overcome temptation. And when we do that, we can encourage someone else to yield to the Holy Spirit, to pick up the Word of God, and to battle Satan and overcome their temptation. I don't know everything that goes on in your life, in everyone's lives. I can look around the room, though, and I know enough about certain ones of you to know that God has brought you through some trials. There's been times that you've been tempted, I'm sure, to quit. Knowing a little bit of what some of you may have gone, have gone through in your life, I could say, man, if I, I don't know if I could make it through that. I don't, I don't know that I would be strong enough to continue to serve God if I lost one of my children. I'd like to think that I would. But Satan will use things like that in our life to tempt us to quit. To make us think it's not worth it. And I can look at people who've endured the temptation to quit when times got tough. And I can realize the same God that helped them make it is the same God that can help me make it. And their testimony helps me to know that I can continue no matter what Satan throws at me. I don't know if I can make it if somebody, if I, I don't know, I'd probably quit if somebody lied about me. Said evil things about me. You know what? Some of the most cruel people in the world are Christians who are bitter and backslidden against God. They say the most cruel things. And it doesn't matter if there's any truth to it or not. But when somebody continues to go forward in spite of that, you know what? I get a little encouraged. Man, if they can keep keeping on, then I can keep keeping on. I mean, I haven't been lying about like that. I'll just keep on going. I know I got a hangnail, but I'm not going to... I guess if he can make it, then I can make it. Tonight, every single one of us are going to be tempted. We're probably tempted today. You may be tempted to get up and walk out right now. I don't know. But we all face temptation. But we can joy in, have joy in temptation. As the Bible tells us in the book of James, chapter number 1. We can have joy in temptation if we look at the temptation and realize that temptation is not the end of me. That temptation is not sin. Just because I'm tempted doesn't mean the battle's over. It's time for me to get ready to fight. It's time for me to yield to the Holy Spirit of God. It's time for me to pick up the Word of God. It's, my, it's time for me to seek the face of God. It's time for me to take the Word of God and start battling so that I can 
win the battle, and then I can have joy. Because now I've been drawn to the Word of God. Now my strength is walk. My, my walk is strengthened, excuse me. Now others may be able to see what the Lord has brought me through and understand that they too can make it. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless tonight your word.